Alright guys, welcome to another episode of the Wavy New Yorker Podcast. I'm your boy Elijah Taylor. I know it's been forever. I will get into that apology in a minute, but before we get started, I want to give a quick introduction to the dude on the other side of the mic, the OG of podcasting himself, the big homie in Staten Island, Akil St. Louis. How you doing, my man? What up, world? The unofficial, official co-host of the Wavy New Yorker Podcast. We've been away for a little while. For a and month, then, and I apologize, guys. Yeah. But to be fair, I'm gonna be honest. Be honest. I've been, I've been busy, <laughs> and, <laughs> and I know that's not a good excuse. But uh, to be fair, it was probably with a connection of just work and just personal stuff. I was tired, need to give myself pretty much the rest of the summer off. So, you know, I was Damn, the whole you on sabbatical. Yeah, now I got people <laughs> calling my cell phone, man, talking about fantasy and shit. Yeah, wait. <laughs> I can't, yo, I cannot believe football is actually. Yeah, really honestly. Yeah, honestly. So we're recording this on Thursday. Football is about to start in like a couple hours. Like a couple hours. And to be honest, I I'm excited, but not really the same way I would be. I'm just waiting for Amen. something to go wrong. Do you, I don't know why I have this, and maybe COVID has trained me to think this way. But I just I don't believe it until it's true. I'm not gonna believe this happened until it's finished. Does that make sense? Yeah, because like, cause like um, even like getting invited onto the the pickskin the pickskin pickums, and I'm like I'm like nah. It's that's just a, weird. That, that's a waste of money because I just don't. You know, like, you know, like when you when you get the uh, you ha- you hack your fire stick and then you put the the cable on there, but the cable's fugazi, <laughs> and it's only gonna last for like maybe two months because it's illegal cable. You know, it, it feels like that. Like you putting you putting Some, money into picks can pick them, but then something's gonna happen yeah something's gonna I happen just, gonna i, I just don't know and i hope i'm wrong i hope i'm wrong and then maybe i am wrong but we probably are wrong no it's we just... want to be right no no i i, I want the season <laughs> to go proper and everything to go right in theory i want everything to be i want to be wrong like but it's just you know i, I just, just don't, don't see it happening it's just it's no buzz in the air and maybe it's because there's just so much other shit going on in the world i think the fact that we got basketball going on at the same time baseball it's so many things that's taken Weird. away from it's your focus yeah, there's no preseason football. There's no, you know what I mean? It's like, even I usually watch that show on HBO Hard Knocks every year. And it's like, it's whack. Like, I don't know about you, but I've watched it. And I watched like, two episodes. It's boring. You know, there's no preseason, you know, kind of, you could just tell how COVID's kind of like, you know, hunkered everything down. It's just kind of like, mm, is this going to be fun to watch? I mean, I'm sure once the shit gets started, it's going to be fun. But, you know, it's just weird. It's, it's yeah. just weird. And it's all about money, but. You could talk. We could talk about that shit. How have you been this past past month, man? What have you been up to? How'd you um, end your summer off? Yo, I didn't even know the summer started and ended. And that's, I mean, technically, officially, summer is still here. It's not over yet until like end of September, legally. But you know, just I don't know. Just been doing the same old thing. Um, you know, it kind of gets redundant because. You know, you don't have, you know, work. So, mm-hmm. you know, work for me technically won't be until next year. But, uh, you know, just doing like the whole unemployment thing and doing the uh, disabilities, it's like it's it's foreign. Mm-hmm. It's, it's foreign territory. So, like, for me personally, you know, I've worked since I was 
13, 14 years old. And yeah. it was always it was always two jobs. So then now it's like now you you don't you're not working and then it's uh it's it's just it's weird. It's super Very weird. weird. I can imagine that. It's, it's like super weird. Being on the bench after being a starter your whole life. And it's like, yo, you're not even a bench player, exactly. you're like bench warmer, like you're not getting in the game. <laughs> yeah, I don't I don't understand. Weird. I don't understand like like you know, like all these players that were like the star players, I'm talking about like I don't think well, I was about to say Paul George playoff P. <laughs> That's another topic. <laughs> like I don't understand how like Paul George and like uh, Kobe and all the others guys they they you know you know they were the, the at the top of their game or at the top of their, of their field and then they had this you know this catastrophic injury occur and then you know you, you're sitting on the sidelines. For, just rehabbing, 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 rehabbing. And, you know, it takes a little while to get to that place again. So that's just yeah. how I feel. It's just like, it's, you know, sometimes it could be depressing. Sometimes it could be a, a downer. But yeah, just trying to remain optimistic and, you know, look forward to, uh, you know, to working again. But they're going to yeah. have, uh, as far as, as far as like, you know, coaching, you know, because obviously I coach in college. Uh, we start on September. Yeah, what's the status with that? So they're having intercollegiate sports still for like outdoor sports. I'm guessing like cross country. So how does that work? So th- they're saying that cross country won't start until January. Oh, what? Uh, that's the the board of governors for the NCA Division One. They're saying that they wanted to start in January, but when I had when I had a meeting with the other Division Two colleges in the northeast uh there was a few there was a few coaches that were like oh let's get started now and uh, then then there was a couple that were like oh let's start in january but then the majority including myself we were like if you can't have cross country you know in september you know just not have it at all don't have it at all until next year it's one of those things just based on the climate it's like you know in january it's fucking snow and cold outside and it's like granted you know some of these white boys that run cross country, and I'm not gonna single out, single, single y'all out, but generally, y'all built for that cold shit. I'm not gonna yeah, lie, but different. you know, us brothers, like that shit is. If it's negative yeah. twenty ten degrees, it greatly you know hinders. It's just not, it's not ideal, you know. And it's cold nah, in flu season. You don't really want to do it then. It's one of those like, if we're gonna do it, let's do it now. Or we just don't do it at all. Yeah, and, then, and then like, uh, so September twenty first, they we're gonna have our first practice so what that consists of is that we have to go online and use this uh this website the website you probably know of is called team builder so okay. team builder like you put all the web you put all the the workouts and etc that you're doing and then so then when practice starts i'm gonna order because I, I can't see i can't see the the student athletes in the physical at all oh really so this is virtual coaching so it's virtual coaching so essentially what i'm the, my plan is that i'm going to buy a tripod a tripod and then order it mail it to mail it to one of the you know one of my captains send it send it to him and then when they start practice then he could set up the tripod and then it will have like a remote so he can move it around. So the tripod is essentially going to be me. Okay. In a weird it. way. 
Jesus. Sounds and like then, so difficult. Yeah, and then and then I asked him, I was like, Do you have, you know, the cordless uh Bluetooth Apple headphones? He was like, Yeah, I have that. I was like, All right, good. So essentially he's gonna put that in his ear and then when I'm coaching or giving any type of directives, then he's gonna be the one to tell basically he's the quarterback, you're the offensive yeah, coordinator, you're calling the plays into exactly, his ear. <laughs> exactly. That's crazy that that's what we come to in twenty twenty. That's that's really it's weird, man. You gotta do so, what you gotta do. Yeah, you gotta yeah, exactly. So then after every practice, then we have to go on to the system It's called, you know, you know arms. Yeah. So you have to go on the arms and then, you know, put in you know how many hours that you coach the kids, and it can't be over three hours. Amount. Oh wow, per week. week. So it's yeah. really like two hours a day, and you're giving them an off day, probably at some point. Exactly. So like Fridays, I'll taper it off. So Monday through Thursday is you know the workout. I don't. I'm I'm still trying to. What I do is I like I I construct what my plan in my head, and then I then I put it in my iPhone or I write it down. So yeah, I'm, I'm still trying to come up with with different innovations because you have to be innovative with this. Yeah, you can't just do regular you know, workouts. Half ass. Yeah, uh, it's, that's it's, that's it's, crazy. It's weird. Everything is uh is different now. Everything. Yeah, I think it's hard, and then just even in trying to keep the athletes motivated if they don't know what they're training for. Like, I mean, that's that, and that's that's I could kind of speak on that. Once COVID started and once everything was locked down, I'm like, all right. If there ain't nothing to change for it. Like, even though I had signed up for the New York City Marathon in my head, I'm like, that should not that happen. Should <laughs> yeah. So, you know, I just shut it down in March. And, uh, you know, I just started, you know, I've been injured back on and off. But I just fully started running again, like, three weeks ago for, like, the third time in quarantine. So, it was <laughs> the first time I've been consistent. But it's just, it's difficult. I mean, I ain't going to lie. I ran four miles this morning today, and you would have thought that shit was like a whole marathon. I can't even <laughs> fathom the. I can't even fathom the idea of running twenty six point two miles, much less even like six. So, it's tough. It's definitely tough. I could yeah. definitely relate to that. And a lot of it is a, uh, a lot of what they're doing now is, is all virtual. You know, like the, uh, the classes, the the classes, and and like i mean not the classes sorry the 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 marathons and the oh the, the marathons racing. yeah yeah everything's virtual which is kind of like i'm not into that shit like if i'm gonna go pay i might as well pay to just run on my own that's my thing like who the fuck wants to run a virtual new york city marathon like that's my idea and then and then they and then they're you know the the price is still still pretty still, significant what over 200 dollars? i think something stupid like that yeah. and you get like a medal in a shirt but it's just my thing is if I'm not running on a sanctioned course, you know what I'm saying? It's it's just not it's not the same. Like I just don't understand it. I can understand to some extent maybe the virtual like one mile races that I've seen where it's like, oh, let's see who can run a mile like at the fastest pace. Some of them have been, you know, let's see who could run the fastest. Like I know this running shop in my in um Williamsburg. They had it like, oh, who could run this one mile course in Central Park the fastest? And that's cool. You know, because like there was prizes and shit, but you know, other than that, it's no point of really, you know, telling me I'm gonna run 26.2 here just because if I run 26.2 going downhill is not the same as me running 26.2 nah. uphill and fucking, you know, the Catskill Mountains. So <laughs> it's 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 trash, but I, I I think honestly this shit is starting to get better. I think um I'm hoping next year. I mean, who knows? Who knows? I'm hoping next year things are gonna be better. But yeah, really, no telling. 
we gotta see, man. But um, we'll see. but speaking of the 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 Caskills, um, me and the lady, we went up there. Oh, I saw and, uh, about a month ago, or maybe a two three weeks ago. ago. Yeah, yeah, we had a we had a good time up there, but it, it was crazy because when we first got there, we we're thinking that you know it's gonna be Trump. <laughs> Trump territory, MAGA country, <laughs> but you know that's why you can't have these type of the mentality sometimes. Because when we when we were walking around, it was nothing but like Black Lives Matter on the business storefronts, uh, Black Trans Matters, uh, tr- Black Trans Lives Matter, um, a whole bunch of. I was like, I was shocked by t- you know <laughs> just to see that how how open they were. You yeah, know, and then and then you have like you know there was a little scattered of, of the Trumps. There was, there was a couple one, maga niggas. Yeah, they yeah. don't exist. There was this one house. I was when I was walking, I walked by myself. You know, because you know I, I wanted to put in some work, so I was I was walking over there, and then there was this house that had mannequins of uh, mannequins wearing Trump shirts. It was weird, like four or five mannequins. It was like, like a like a hot it was like a essentially a house that was decorated in all trump stuff it was, <laughs> it was maga mannequins yeah it was it was really really odd <laughs> and so I, I was telling i was telling danielle i was like yo this is uh the caskills is is where uh mike tyson grew up and she was like oh yeah i thought he's from brooklyn i'm like no he." He grew up here for most of his life. He moved. He left Brooklyn, uh, Brownsville, ninety. Well, not nineties. He was thirteen. Yeah, probably had to be the early nineties. Mm-hmm. So then, while we when we were in the house, the Airbnb house, I did a walk, and then all of a sudden, across the street is uh is uh, Casamato's uh, training facility, where oh, Mike really? Tyson, you know, was Chained training. Yeah, and it was so random. So then, as we were, we were getting up to leave and you know come back to come back home, this guy he had a, a mullet, you know, like one of the eighties mullet. <laughs> so then, uh, so I seen him coming out of the gym, and I was like, "Do you mind if you know I come in there and look around?" He's like, "Yeah, yeah, come in." So I was, <laughs> oh, say no more. So we walked in, and it was it just felt like the eighties. It literally felt like the '80s, like Tyson's, uh, like pictures that people have never seen, like when he was mm. 13 years old. It was it was insane to just to look at and be a part of that. And he was like telling of, telling us about growing up with uh growing up with Mike Tyson. Then then we ended up afterwards. Then we ended up going to Casamato's, um, the house that Tyson was, you know, lived in. So when we went when we went there, somebody bought it. I guess it was vacant, like in 2013. Because I found it, it's really hard to find. By the way, <laughs> <That's> <laughs> funny. so then uh, so when we went up there. There was you know there was people that were living there and they were they were looking at us like what the hell are you, what the hell are they doing here? But <laughs> it it was it was a good experience to just be a part of that and be around that that atmosphere. And, and just realize that like people are not as crazy thing. Yeah. yeah. I think the crazy thing, I think what people gotta learn is the loudest voice don't necessarily represent the majority. Like 
The MAGA niggas, they're, they're the loudest sometimes. They're very loud MAGA niggas. Very loud. But like, they're not necessarily the majority, like I said. They're, they're, yeah. Like I said, there's a lot of them. There's more than enough of them that worries you. But anybody that would have mannequins with, with MAGA yeah, shit outside their house, oh, that already shows you they train and thinking, like, hey, you're yeah. not really normal if that's yeah, your that's, prerogative. That is, so. not, that is not normal. But t- tell the people why you've been gone for a month. And I've been, first of all, I don't know if I mentioned this on the podcast. I might have in the last episode. But basically, my job instituted a diversity, blah, 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 inclusion. What I forgot what the I is. Inclusive committee, basically. You know, with all these with all these things happening in the world, everybody's job is doing that shit now if you haven't already done so. You know, the, 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 the progressive jobs have been done it. Our job, we just getting on it. Whatever. So... Cool story is basically so behind the eight ball. Yeah. Oh, hundred percent. But we we don't realize that. But it's whatever, crazy. Right? So my company like is like four percent black. We have twenty black people out of my at my company out of like five hundred or three hundred, whatever the number is, whatever. Right. I could walk outside and find you more than twenty black people in New York City. <laughs> but you know what I mean. Whatever. <laughs> but the but so we have this committee and basically. They get to a point where they're like, uh, all right, we need a chairperson. Who wants to be the chairperson? So, you know, looking around the room in my head, I'm like, all right, I don't mind doing it. But I'm like, let me see if anybody else is more thirsty to do it. So I see my manager about to jump in and do it. And in my head, I'm just like, yo, this lady is way too busy to take this on her plate. Like, <laughs> I'm like, she don't even need this right now. Like, I know she Why would do it. And I know, she- yeah, great. I love my manager. Love my manager. Great lady. And I'm just like, you have way too much on your plate for this for you to, you know, necessarily be effective at. So I'm like, I'm yeah. gonna do it. And then luckily I have another coworker. She co-signs on it. Mm-hmm. So this is a completely volunteer position, basically. This is a completely volunteer shit. Just- Somehow this shit has become almost a whole full-time job on top of my regular full-time job with these niggas where I'm so busy now, it's literally like if I'm not doing my regular shit, then I'm doing shit for DEI. And it's like, granted. It's not supposed to. Maybe it's only like this in the beginning, but then they're like, oh, we need to do this. And then sometimes we'll have these meetings. And then it's just like, yo, I'm like, first of all, I'm like, yo, we should hire. Like, they were like, oh, what do you think we should do? And we're like, oh, we should hire like a DEI, you know, like a, a diversity, um, a, a chief diversity officer. Everybody's like, yeah, yeah, that's a great idea. They're like, uh, nah, we can't afford that. I'm like, what? <laughs> but, but I'm like, we could afford all this other dumb shit we spend money on. But all right, cool. But then basically, instead of doing that, they basically want to push all of that workload onto the committee. So it's like we're trying to push all these different initiatives. We're trying to get people to like schedule trainings where they could do like unconscious bias trainings. So it's a whole lot of work where in my head, it's like if you ask anybody, my girlfriend will be like, yo, isn't that like HR's job to do? And I'm like, you know, growing up as a kid, I thought that was something HR would do. And no disrespect to any of them if they ever listen to this podcast. But it just shows kind of the lack and understaffment mm-hmm. of our company. And it's just like they try and get the most out of every out of whatever they have. And in my head, I'm just like, yo, you're basically getting free labor out of me in this committee <laughs> without paying us anymore. And I'm like, right. yeah, I do not pay me enough for this shit. I'm like, yeah, yeah, I already don't pay me enough for my regular job. But then this on top of this and it's like, yeah, like pay me out of my misery, please. So. I've been so busy with that where I just haven't had time. And when I get to the weekends, I'm I'm sleeping. <laughs> like when I say I'm sleeping, I've been sleeping. And then on top of that, I've been preparing for the GRE because I'm about to I've been considering going back to graduate school for a master's program oh, nice. in like uh data analytics. But 
I've been studying for the GRE because unfortunately, <laughs> LIE did your boy dirty with the grades. Mm. You feel me? <laughs> what did they do? I, I, nah, I, this is, I'm gonna tell you. If you if you're going to college, unless it's something directly profitable, do not major in some hard <laughs> shit like biology. And the reason I say that is, is you don't want to be in a situation like me where you have a two point seven, and the mm. three point is what you get what you need to skip taking the GRE altogether. That's what I'm going to say. And, and while I'm not worried, like I said, I'm a smart kid. I'm, I'm studying this shit. It's not really that hard. I'm going to take the test. I don't think I need a perfect score. I'm not applying for Harvard or anything. It is just, you know, something you got to put time into. So I've been doing that. So with all of that, just haven't had time to record podcasts. But, you know, things I mean, are getting that, better. That's, but that's that's my problem with, you know, I mean, now nowadays, like now you have the coronavirus is kind of well, it's mm-hmm. kinda, it did. It did put a lot of dents in the in the infrastructure. And what that what I'm talking about is there's no like people, especially black and brown kids can't afford, you know, tutors or mm-hmm. or any of that nature to have to get like a you know, 1200 or, or, or greater exactly. on this exactly. on standardized testing. Test. So I don't understand the point. If you, I don't if understand you, why they still require them. Cause it's just what they're testing you on is just not parallel to how you will succeed exactly. in college. And it doesn't, it's not, yeah, it's just a lazy, it's laziness. Honestly, to be, to be yeah, honest, if, if you graduated, if you got that 128 credits and you graduated with your bachelor's, and and you graduate with let's say a 2.0 you should be accepted into grad school it, that's it, my it, thing it, it it shouldn't you shouldn't have to take a gre or yeah or it's just unnecessary funds yeah and my biggest thing with it is just this right like let's just say hypothetically speaking if y'all want to have a test fine but the whole standardized test like if you had a test for the program that tests you on things that we feel should be prerequisites for the program then do that but just having a like this vocabulary shit ain't going to do not, like not to be disrespectful exactly. but this vocabulary shit ain't going to be these math problems aren't shit i'm gonna i'm gonna need in this program it's just it's just retarded and it's a computerized test you know what i mean it's like really random it's like oh depending on how good you do in the first section your second set of questions might be hard like the yeah. fuck why are we all not taking the same test like yeah. it's, it's retarded so i mean i'm I, it's one of those things i'm just trying to get it out the way and we'll see so yeah before before i started to before i have i have my little you know my little radio and i, I was listening to npr but then i i got i got bougie i'm not gonna lie <laughs> I got bougie and got a <laughs> got one of those Tesla radios that is Garbaggio. So I think I'm going to put it right back in so I can listen to NPR. But NPR was what they were talking about. They were talking about, you know, the standardized testing. And they were, they were talking about these these tests that they, they're giving kids on IQ tests, especially for black kids and brown kids that don't know certain things that a white mm-hmm. kid would know because he lived in a less dense populated area you know, yeah. you know we grew up you know I, I i was born in brooklyn i grew up in brooklyn and then moved to Staten Island. so living in Staten Island is vastly different than living in brooklyn like i don't understand yeah. what is the like these iq tests and all of these standardized tests and it's just yeah it's, it's just, just pointless. 
It's bullshit. And the thing is, all they do is test how well you're able to take that test. Like, it doesn't necessarily even test your, like, knowledge. Because, like, going over these little practice books, it's just like, yeah, if you look at it this way and you do this and go through this process, you're going to have a 50, 50 chance of getting the question right. Even if you don't know what any of the fucking words mean. Yeah. <laughs> all you need to do is associate this with that like so and, and the only people that are going to necessarily get that in some cases are kids that have access to tutors kids that have access to the program so it's like it's it's all bullshit <laughs> it's all yeah, bullshit it's all, it's, all, it's all politics and all about money yeah and it's all about keeping money how, like i said how, if, how much is a gre to i forget how like much it was 200 and change yeah, like, come on. too much for a fucking and it's not it's that crazy. long of a task it's like yeah it's really bullshit and it's all it's only to keep uh, the whoever makes this company whoever this company is it, it's only to keep money in their pockets that's it exactly. that's really all it is same thing with the sat all that shit like literally if universities all got together and say yo we're not going to require this shit they'd be out of business but i know i know you, a few people that i know that that uh you know they 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 graduated high school you know with a 90 some gpa and then they got seven something, eight something on the SAT. And, mm. and nowadays, which was what, 15 years later, because that's when we graduated high school, they're yeah. all making a hundred some thousand. It doesn't, mm. all of that stuff does not matter. Standardized <laughs> test does not define you at all. Yeah. yeah. It's just, it's, 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 it's so whack. And like I said, they'll say, oh, it's not what we use, not our only factor. But I'm like, at the end of the day, it's like, Yo, you're gonna look at that shit. That's gonna be the first thing you look at. So mm-hmm. it is what it is. But that's why I've been busy, and you know I'm gonna try and be on this. Obviously, I think uh, now that September, I should have more time. But hey, man, been a crazy week. So have you heard about that new uh, COVID vaccine, that AstraZeneca child, where somebody had that like, shit is fucking had to dumb. shut that shit down. Honestly, the person, I, the person I, got sick. Yeah, and they had like yeah. spinal inflammation. Yeah. That that that's and this is what I'm saying is that like I personally and 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 whoever if you believe in what whatever Donald Trump is spewing <laughs> something is definitely wrong with you definitely yeah it's just so crazy how people don't understand and know how to differentiate what's political versus like what's actual facts but, and I'm just like man, he's like oh we're gonna have a vaccine out by like November by, like but he actually said it though he was like oh. Before the special day, like this man is beyond dumb. Oh my god! Yeah, he's an idiot. And and like he's an even, idiot. And, and then even like even in the when he interviewed with with uh what's it what's this guy's name? Uh, uh, I know you're talking about. Uh, Wood, I can't remember Woodrow, the guy's name. Yeah, or something. Yeah. And he, eighteen hours. Like what? He knew that he was being recorded for eighteen hours, right? He got interviewed. When was it? In February. February and March, right? Yeah. And then and then the uh and then the journalist told him it's gonna take us a little time and it may happen maybe two months before before uh before the elect well he didn't say two months before the election. He said in about three or four months, something you know, the recordings and and you know what I'm writing about in my book is gonna come out. He didn't think in his head that it may come out like a little bit before the election. Yeah, he's and not even people, processing like that. Yeah, and then people in his people in his people in the, in the White House told him that it's not a it's not a it's not a good idea, and he still did it. He still <laughs> did it. That like 
it's just beyond. I, I just, I just can't believe there's man. such a large following of people that thinks he's like a genius and thinks he's the most perfect guy. Like they genuinely believe that. Like, it's, genuinely it's, believe that. No, this guy is not. It, it's like this man literally. Like I've never said this before, but he scares me. Like, oh no, 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 hundred percent. It's very I, scary. I, like, I, I I can't fathom the idea of four more years of this shit. Like literally, no, it's we can't, like, man, we can't afford that. Like, and I, I I've been trying to tell. I've been trying to really like hit it home with young people. Even like, and when I say young people, I don't mean young people like me per se, but even people are, are like are your age. Like I forgot who I was talking about to it. Actually, I remember. I, think, yeah. I don't, don't want to say names, but you 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 ran yeah. It. And it's just it was you know, very disappointing. Yeah. But she never thought that way, never. Yeah. And then, and then, and then having her like, you are you are a minority immigrant. You moved here from Mexico, literally mm. from another country that Donald Trump hates and despises. Yeah, like Donald Trump doesn't only hate black people; he hates all different types. But of people. you know what's so bad about it, and and the problem with this whole. political propaganda bullshit is that they let it stem into like different aspects of life and like in this person that we're describing let's just say they have a strong tie and relationship with the police department so now all of a sudden it's like oh because get on you know the the union because the union because the union heads want to align themselves with you know donald trump i I, and i'll give props to a few cop niggas i know where they're like nah fuck that shit like you niggas crazy like they're 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 pushing like i I don't know what that shit's about that nigga don't sign my checks fuck that y'all cop niggas is wildin (laughs) like y'all cop niggas is wildin you're talking about lynch lynch i'm talking about lynch yeah and it's just you know what i'm saying and it's just like you can't speak for people like exactly he's not he's not the police department (laughs) like that's what i was trying to tell somebody tell somebody that the other day the nypd is not supporting donald trump it's one person it's literally one guy in a union and that's why i'm just like yo the whole union shit that shit needs to be like it needs to be broken down and you need to reappoint people yeah but whoever allowed that first of all why the the police department is majority uh spanish and black why in the world is this has been only one pba president <laughs> he's always been white and it's always yeah. been a male and so they've been a male slick back hair fits the like, description yeah. you already know the vibes like come on man and is and, and 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 like with with trump like i like i i convinced i convinced my younger brother like because he was telling me some bullshit about voting for the green party and i told him i was like listen <laughs> that's just not gonna cut it right now i know i know you don't like biden i know you don't like kamala kamala I get, I get why you wouldn't like Kamala, but Kamala, yeah, isn't wasn't a prosecutor in New York State. She was a prosecutor three thousand miles away. You don't have yeah. any affiliation with Oakland. That's <laughs> number one. Number two, Biden. I get, I get why you're upset with Biden, but people evolve, people change, people, mm-hmm. you know. Get with the time. Sometimes Biden says says shit that I'm like, it's stupid head It's stupid. Yeah. But the thing, but the thing about Biden is that Biden will bring in and appoint people that who think closer to like how we think. Exactly. 
And that's so, what I don't think anybody's understanding. It's, it, exactly. It's not about those two people. It's about who they're going to bring in. You, you, I, There's plenty of examples where, where we could say, like, uh, Trump nominated two, <laughs> two, yeah, not one, saying. two. Yo, he those, nominated two. Those Supreme Court justices. That is huge, yo. man. No, no, no. That's the biggest shit. And that's the thing is, like, yo, I, especially I, I like to tell this to, like, a lot of young women, too, because they don't be understanding. I'm like, yo, these niggas are going to literally try and generalize what you can do with your body like you know I'm, you yeah. get raped in the alley somewhere and you have a baby guess what these niggas yo you're keeping that shit i don't care you're not killing the baby like that's their logic yeah. and they're gonna try and make that law like state you, i mean countrywide like that's the thing so you it that's what it really comes down to it's not about it's it's the it's the pyramid level it, it goes down like i said it's, it's all about who it trickles down to it's about who they are pointing like you have betsy devows she's she's fucking trash you know what i'm saying you you've had all of these Joy. people that just don't have any like expertise in in the areas that they're working in you even the, the fucking postmaster general you know what i'm I saying not, like i did not know come the, on. the post the postmaster general was was appointed by a president. I did not know that, and that's and, that, and that's important. And that's important that we know that. I didn't know that th throughout my thirty-three years of living on Earth. So, mm -hmm. it's, so it's important. So it's important that we bring in knowledgeable, you know, uh, a, a knowledgeable president or vice president. Shout out to AKAs who mm -hmm. know who to bring in. Exactly. Because if you, if you're, you, do you, does anybody, do we, do we really want, like, I, I hate this man. I, I don't say hate much. I always say, no, no, no. This man, Stephen I Miller, never felt like I lived oh under Oh my God. Game. He Awful. is the epitome of vile, disgusting racism, that man. Yeah. And so, uh, like, people like really need to, because I you, you go on face like Facebook is a cesspool of of nonsense. Facebook and Twitter, Facebook and Twitter, and it's, it's really bad. People, people I follow on Twitter are are actually well. It's not the people I follow on Twitter. It's, it's, it's the shit Facebook. that they retweet sometimes, and then I'd be like, oh, then one thing lead to another. The next thing you know. I'm I'm in Clay Travis's page. That nigga's like, hey, hey, uh, it just kills me because so many people be like, oh, stick to sports. But then when it's MAGA shit, it's like, nah, I want to talk about this. It's like, shut the fuck up, yo. It's like, it's bad. Like this dude on this dude on Facebook who is a who's an assistant coach at a local a local high school. I'm not gonna shout shout out that high school or the person because some of the things he be saying is nonsensical. It's crazy, <laughs> and he's a black man. Jesus. But he he put it on his status today. He goes, he's not educated. This is that's another problem. He put yeah. it on his status today. He's like, oh, you know, white uh, you know, white people I know is trying to uplift minorities, huh? Uplift who? When who needs to be uplifted? <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> that, see that that that's and that's the problem. Like, if you don't use your social media people as a way for you, you you're misusing it. Some people just misuse it. And just push these the rhetoric because the person in charge is Donald Trump, and what is he doing? Pushing rhetoric. So subconsciously, that is essentially what happens. People push rhetoric that doesn't even make sense. You know, so it's just ridiculous. Yeah, that's just the way twenty twenty is. It's, yeah, it isn't bad, man. Like I said, he's pushing all this bullshit, 
And I know we started with the vaccine. The fact of the matter is, I have an honest question for you, and I already oh, know the, the vaccine answer. Was crazy, if the November, man. if the shit comes out in November, we already seen that the AstraZeneca shit. Yeah, I'm not taking that shit either. Yo, out. yo, my thing is, I, I'm I'm so pro vaccine, but yo, not at not like that. Not Honestly, like that. in my head, uh, the timeline was always A at year, earliest plus. 2021, yeah. and then realistically we're talking about march april of 2021 that's what i thought that's what i thought it doesn't take it doesn't take seven months to To make this shit with a vaccine that nobody knew about and some we we first started knowing about it well i didn't know about it until february which everybody knew but it it came out and it came out like december yeah yeah so we barely barely know anything about it and and he's telling, like, this man told people to drink bleach. Motherfuckers dr- drank bleach. <laughs> Yo, like, it's crazy. That's it's all you need to know. Crazy. Like, that, that is the way society is now. Yo, he's just pathetic. He and it's it just like, yo, all this shit, it's just, I don't care. My thing is, I'm at the point now, yo, you believe what you want to be. Like, if you, if you want to close your eyes to his bullshit, all right, cool. Also close your eyes when niggas is banging your wife. Like that's how you have to be like that same shit. Cause that's how these niggas are. Like it's literally like they only want to see what they want to see. They're like, uh, he could shoot somebody. I truly believe in front of MAGA niggas, he could kill somebody in broad daylight and they they wouldn't bat an eye at that shit. They wouldn't bat an eye at that shit. That it's, is a fact. Yo, it's it is. It's unfortunate. That is but a it, fact. But it, but it is a fact. <laughs> I agree. It's 100%. just it's it's been crazy, man. It's been crazy. But like it's just been bad. I'm 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 hoping things get better. Like I was watching somebody retweet something on on Twitter. It was some CNN shit, and they was showing in Texas. Like, bro, this cop was out here. I think it was Houston. He was out here evicting niggas, putting them out in the street. Like, I was just I like, ju- I heard about that, but I didn't see. I was like, was. yo, I thought there was some national moratorium that niggas gonna be evicted. That's why I'm like, I don't really know if this nigga Trump really be doing shit. He be talking bullshit. I don't think he really be doing shit like nah, at all, life. at all, which is crazy. And I get it. Like people, landlords need their rent. But my thing is like, do you have people you're pitting in these apartments that you're kicking out? It's just, it's really bad. Like I said, I don't think we've seen the beginning of it. I feel like, and that's the sad part. I already, if, if this ass clown do get uh, replaced, what's going to happen in the beginning of the next presidency is they're going to blame the next president for all the bullshit that this nigga did. Like I already know how that's how it's gonna work. Somebody look, eviction rates at its all time high at, at its all time uh <laughs> all time highest. Like it's gonna be all of that. And it's just I don't really understand. But it's like he's also pushing so many stupid ass narratives. Like I think the biggest shit Trump like pushing is like, oh, everybody's moving out of NYC. New York City is like burning in the streets. And I'm just like, bro, like tell the full story. Like <laughs> I don't know about you, but like when I drive in the city. I noticed two things in the in the in the wealthy affluent neighborhoods. Yeah, there's 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 a few less people, but do I think people are gone for good? No. Do I think people no. have summer houses in the Hamptons? Yes. No. Do I think these yep. rich people that make you know seven figures to live in the Upper East Side, one of America's wealthiest neighborhoods, have multiple you know houses and live on remote islands? Yes. <laughs> Everybody doesn't have that. But what I do see is when my ass is in the hood. Or in Brooklyn, there's more traffic than I've ever seen. There's people outside, out and about. Like, there's people fucking outside in New York. You may be saying people are moving out. And if they are, yo, it's a blessing. Leave. I I hope as many people leave New York as possible. 
we need less people in these million dollar condos. Hopefully these condos fucking lose the return on their investment. Like that's what we need, honestly. But it's like for him to make that mantra, like New York, like as someone that lives here and that be in these streets, like ain't shit changed. People still outside. It's still, <laughs> it's still the same. And I'm, nah. and I'm, and I'm glad like people in New York, especially are leaving, you know, yeah. New York and, and getting out and going to different States because, <laughs> like what is what is the point of paying 16 17 18,000 mm-hmm. in in these property taxes exactly and then you know what is who is who is it helping who is it like you know what is it up you know what is it giving back to people that that can't afford that so exactly you know, the, the state of new york just needs a whole entire reset needs and, a purge yeah it needs yeah. a whole purge like get these guys out of i, I know a lot of people who like they were fake transplants, but you could just tell, you know, they're back where they were, where they came from, and they seem happy. And in my head, yo, stay there, yo. Like, you don't have to come here. And that's why I want everybody to know is like, this shit ain't for everybody. It can accommodate everybody, but this shit ain't for everybody. So, you know, we'll see what happens long term. But I'm, yo, if you have it, like, I, I tell everybody, if you could afford to leave, if, you know, if you leave. get, if your lifestyle, if you could pack up your lifestyle, do it. Like, you know, yo, just leave. It's, it's just, you know, so many of these people keep saying, like, uh, and, and it just shows you how many of these, like, transplants have such a, um, leech, like, mentality. Like, all they do is come to the city, they suck what they can out of it, and then it's, like, when shit hits the fan, they the first one out. And it's, like, so many of these transplants don't really give shit back into, like, the community or into New York as a whole. Like, so it's almost, like, what were they here? You know what I'm saying? That's why, like, the regular working class people, we don't really notice because those people don't really provide much input into our neighborhood. Does that make sense? Like a lot of these same people aren't really putting their dollar into like regular black owned businesses on a regular basis. They're not putting in, um, you know, money into random, um, you know, just random local small mom and pop shops. Like these are the same niggas that are coffee sipping at Starbucks and shit. Like maybe those niggas feel the the repercussions of it, but like the normal, you know, average working class person, like (laughs) the shit wasn't doing me any favors. So, they could kick rocks. Totally they kick rocks. Totally. They could kick rocks. Get out. Yeah, they could dip. But before <laughs> we gotta get to some some important shit. I know last oh. week, man, was pretty pretty shocking to me. My Nets, my Brooklyn Nets. We have Steve Nash. Steve Nash is coming to Brooklyn. First and foremost, <laughs> let's get it out the way. Did you think this was you think this was white privilege at its finest? So tricky <laughs> it's a tr- it's a slippery slope so when he slippery first slope. so when he first got hired um the first thing that came to my mind was the relationship that that he has with Kyrie and KD that was the first it was it wasn't about race that was the first thing that came to my head mm-hmm. but then last week uh Baron Scott who was also a former Nets coach, he said something that was very, very prolific. And what he said is that uh, black coaches are being hired, but not for the high caliber jobs. They're being hired for the rebuilds, usually. For the rebuilds or the jobs that they're going to have to, the the teams that they're going to have to revolutionize or change in some type of way. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So when he said that, it was a better take 
than i.e. Stephen A. Yeah, the Stephen A. take was horrible. He got killed for that shit. Yeah, <laughs> I, I felt like it was Stephen A.'s take was very lazy. He's re- he was reaching, yeah. It's one of it's very lazy. I think lazy is a good word. Where it's like, yeah, you gotta dig deeper into what the actual issue yeah, is. There's no context behind it. Like, why? Why do you feel that way? For it what? to have been white privilege would have been if it was a regular white player that you know respected backup white playing guard that's not a Hall of Famer yeah. and doesn't have the accolades. That would have been white privilege, I think. But exactly, I do but understand. He's but. The thing about the thing about Steve Nash is that he's respected, you know, throughout mm. throughout the, as a whole. throughout basketball. Now, I'm not talking about just NBA, but it, by globally. globally. Mm-hmm. And and also is like, you know, looking back from when he was at Santa Clara, he went on uh, some MTV show, and then it was a hip hop. I think it was a hip hop MTV show, and he was shouting out like Nas and and stuff like that. So he understands somewhat of the culture and understands what how players think and what they need because when he was a I think he was a, a development coach at the, for the Warriors I think yeah, that's how, that, more of a consultant yeah yeah I think that's how he got really close I think he was always close with KD but that's how he really got close with with KD while he was there so I, I knew like that's when I texted you and I was like you know, I think I was the first one to give you the news, but uh, I think I found like half a second before then. But yeah, it was crazy. <laughs> <laughs> it's but, weird because uh, I had my net shirt on that day, but I didn't know that was happening. <laughs> it yeah, it just happened to work out that day by surprise. So, like when he was when he was, you know, hired, that was not the first thing that came in my mind that, you know, yeah, oh, he's white. But and and but that's a that's a problem, and you know, with sometimes with black people is that we you know it's unfortunate but sometimes we're we're quick to you know to to get that race card and and pull mm-hmm. it out but sometimes yeah. you just have to really you gotta think, wait and look at it yeah like yeah exactly wait wait there's here. a time and place for everything but yeah race card you can't pull that out on certain things like that and like i said like in my head i don't think i really saw the nets taking I didn't really care who the coach was, but in my head, you know, I was saying we was getting Popovich. Like, I had Popovich in my head. But, you know, once I heard Nash, it wasn't like I was appalled in any way. It was just more of a, wow, that hit me out from, like, yeah, from, from, from outfield. Yeah, I was like, Nash, like, I didn't even know he was interested. You know what I'm saying? Like, he, yeah, he was like, that, oh, I didn't that, even know. Yeah, that caught me, that caught me off guard. Especially- and that, that's a testament to them, though, just keeping it down in the wraps. Like, you telling me nobody even knew he went for an interview. Like, there was just no – it was on the wraps. And, but, but that's, and that's the thing about, about our world now. We want that instant, you know, news, instant gratification. So, like, mm-hmm. the same thing, like, I guess is a, a good example. But when, when Chadwick Bozeman died, you know, All we right, didn't – we didn't find out via TMZ. TMZ is I was just reading something about TMZ how like their culture is not toxic. Condu- it's toxic. There's a lot of racism. There's a lot of misogynic. They're the white shade room and I hate the shade room too. I think the shade room's owned by a white person, but you the know shade room I mean. is owned by a white person? It might be. I, honestly wow. a lot of them little media pages made by white people profiting off of black. <laughs> 
I'm gonna look into it. Don't quote me on that. It might be Daniel, Daniel's in the room. She's always be she always be looking at Shay Room first thing in the morning. I don't know. It, it might be on by, by, by a white person. I'm gonna look you need to come it. to the front of the pulpit if that is. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know. know that. A lot of those shits are ran by white people, believe it or not. But but the, but the thing about it is that like T, like TMZ wasn't the first the first thing to you know the break first uh, outlet to break. It was his family, and that's mm-hmm. why like that's why I was so upset then in in January when when Kobe With died. Kobe, like, oh my god, yeah, that was horrible. Like his family was the first person first first people to know. Not I confirm Shade Room by us. the way is owned by a black girl. <laughs> Angelica, it's all black girl. Wow. Which makes it even worse. Shut up, that's black on black slander, but whatever. Keep going. Oh, yeah, black on <laughs> but black yeah, slander. it's TMZ. I feel you. I feel what you mean, though. TMZ, TMZ. I mean, it, it, it's just you, the, the fact of the matter is I know more than likely Kobe Bryant's family found out about that shit from TMZ, which, which you know what I'm saying? They, that ha- not they, they have no respect for anybody's privacy feelings. It's, it's ruthless. Like, who owns that shit? Harvey? Yeah, Harvey Levine. That's, well, he's he's a co co owner. There's another person. And that's why I always said, like, if I ever saw Harvey, like, as a famous just, man, if I was him, a, I'd slap the shit out yeah, of him. Just get like twenty seconds, a nice fair one. That's all. Because yo, he's just a scumbag. He's a sleazebag, yeah. and it's just one of those like, I get it, trying he's, to like, he's you a know, lawyer too, crummy lawyer. Yeah, he's a dickhead. It's just one of those like, yo, you got to understand the time and place for certain situations. Like, you know what I'm saying? It's just. You don't always have to blast everything. Like a situation like that, I'm not pitting that out until it's confirmed, like by the <laughs> police department. Like, you know what I'm saying? I don't even want to be that guy that broke that news because, yo, at the end of the day, you're doing it for fucking clicks, man. For clicks? That's, yo, that's it. That's these sleaze, these sleaze For impressions? Words. It's that's like, come on. Yo, it's crazy. Speaking of, speaking of lawyers, I, I want to shout out somebody. Um, Who you shout fool's name? Uh, Something Dion is his name. He's a lawyer. Well, essentially, so he's representing the woman that hit us in the, you know, the woman that was drunk that hit us. He's representing her. Wait, so, Dion's black? I know he's some old white dude from Florida. Oh, okay, okay. So okay. <laughs> this guy, imagine this is this how I know lawyers don't give a fuck. This oh they so give zero he, fucks. So he's paying. Oh, his name is Dino. Dino Michaels. Shout yeah, out, Dino. You herb. <laughs> clown so anyway so my man is representing lisa phillips lisa phillips is the one that that hit us all right so everything is virtual as you know so they have court appearance the court appearances are virtual so you could they uh the the victim's compensation unit could email email you the the zoom link and motherfuckers could just send it out so i'd be sending it out to everybody i want to see <laughs> so I sent I I went into the to the Zoom meeting and in the Zoom meeting uh the lawyer Dion Michaels is advocating for his client for uh the right to get in her car, right? You hear what I'm saying? Get in her car. She had two two DUIs. Get she in her car get in a fucking prison cell. And drive to and drive to uh her uh a job or volunteering or whatever. Like I forgot the other thing that he was advocating for, but check it, Elijah. He is advocating for this, not in his home, not in his office. You know where he's, you know where he's advocating for this. He's doing this shit at in his car. 
Oh God. <laughs> and the and the and the Wi Fi and the service is is shoddy. Basura. <laughs> like these are like this like some lawyers, they just don't give a rat's ass about their clients. They don't care who gets it, who hears it. Same thing with uh with, with Avenatti. He's another one. Oh my god. Avenatti, Avenatti. was the worst. Avenatti went from like two seconds of like, oh, you're trying to get at Trump. Then it was like, oh, you're actually a sleazebag trying to. He wanted to run for president. I don't know how true that was. He, I, I, I heard that too, but like, fuck out of here. Yeah, <laughs> I didn't know who the that. fuck you were until the Stormy Daniels shit. I didn't know who Stormy Daniels yeah, was until the until that shit. And then I Some heard he was trying horrible. to bring down. I heard he was trying to shake down Nike. <laughs> he had dirt on Zion and shit. Yeah, Zion. Yeah. <laughs> something <laughs> about that. Something about that story is. is, is I think it's not. I don't think it's on his end believable, but probably more to it. I mean, I would be shocked if Zion got paid. Yeah, it happens all the time. Just based on that climate before then, you know, a lot of coaches were getting paid, so it's not out of the realm of possibility. It's just the fact that he was trying to fucking shake niggas down, (laughs) 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 extortion, (laughs) all other types of fuckery. Yeah, definitely. (laughs) <laughs> yeah. that shit was no good for him no nope, took that up <laughs> yeah man people are just slimy man it's 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 trash but what can i say what can i say man mm. <sighs> before we before we log off man let me just tell you i had to drive to jersey last weekend last sunday to go place my bets mm. At AT&T service out in Jersey is trash, man. At least in Jersey City. Oh, yeah, my you God. You in Jersey City? <laughs> Bro. Got to find a new spot. Can't do it. There's, was a, there's a betting. Where is it? Got a Meadowland? Nah, there's one in uh in Bayonne. I seen one. I don't know Shit if it's probably illegal. <laughs> I don't know. No, it, it's a store. It's like an actual business. Oh, really? Yeah, it's right by, it's right by Walmart because I like, and I, it's crazy because I drive past that area all the time going back going back home to stand on. So like this this one time I was I I was walking, I walked to uh from Staten Island to Jersey, to, uh two weeks ago, Jesus. and as I was walking, you know when you walk and you start seeing shit that you didn't see when you were driving when you drive. driving yeah. And I noticed like a a betting, and I, I meant to text you or Jonathan and let y'all know that it's, it's somewhere Jonathan. it's somewhere in Bayonne, but I don't know exactly where. Uh, what's the name of the um, place? Because I was in like another world. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Jersey's a whole another world, man. I'm just the goal this year. I'm just trying to make this money, man. Trying to make this money. I got a couple. Got a couple uh, coins lined up for tonight's game. So we're gonna see how it goes, man. But who you, who you got? Uh, I paid a uh, two fifty on the Texans plus nine and a half. So they just gotta lose by less than ten. So something. Mm-hmm. We'll see what happens. Possible, but you know, NFL shit never goes as planned. And when it comes to betting, when you need something to happen, it never happens. So. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see, man. Shit is crazy. Somebody tried to somebody try to trade me Deshaun Watson for uh, DeAndre. Yeah, I hate when people make these little bullshit trades. Somebody okay. just made me a bullshit trade while we were recording the me? podcast. This nigga, I didn't even text back to this nigga. I hope he listens to this shit. This nigga had the audacity to say, I'm going to give you Matt Breida 
for fucking J.K. Dobbins and Judy. Get the fuck out of here. What? Yeah, like you so fucking stupid. stupid. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah. Niggas is saying, yeah, I, I just think people try. It's like maybe I'll catch him in the fucked up state of mind. Like maybe this Good nigga try. Good up, effort. He disoriented. And maybe he drunk. Maybe his finger gonna slip. But yeah. shit, I'm the commissioner, yo. Oh. I'll veto that shit, even if I do accept it. Yeah, I'm the co-commissioner too. I'm like, <laughs> I'll play why that the hell shit. you just sent me this? Uh, declined. <laughs> yeah, shit's crazy. Shit's crazy. You know what really pissed me off? And I don't know if this kid listens to the podcast. I hope you do. This motherfucker in my league, bro. And I'm, I'm going to probably end the podcast with this. <laughs> this motherfucker in my league. So based on the situation of what was happening with COVID and everything, I literally asked everybody one by one, yo, are you doing fantasy this year? Are you opting out? This is August 8th. This motherfucker says I'm opting in along with the other 13 members. So I said, all right, cool. Then I say, yo, here's a draft order. You know how on Facebook it can show you niggas that viewed it. He viewed it. He liked it. Cool. Then I'm like, guys, the draft is tomorrow at uh, 8.30. He likes it. Cool. Tell me why 10 seconds before the draft, I ask this nigga like, yo, where you at? Yeah, I'm going to opt out this year, King. I'm going to be back next year. I'm like, nigga, are you fucking stupid? I'm like, yo, get the fuck out of my league. Everybody's He's like, oh, that's the death penalty? Yeah, nigga, that's the death penalty. Like, it's, yeah. so, it's so, it's so, and that mentality of thinking. That's gonna get you fucked up one day in one one mm-hmm. facet or another. Cause you just can't do that. It's lack of responsibility, it's lack of accountability. Like, I'm the fuck on, son. And now I was just like, I wanted to go in, but I left it short. But if you listening to this, this is why you do not get bitches, bro. This is why you do not Ooh, get bitches, bro. You know, you always tweeting about, oh, I can't get this bitch, or this Tinder bitch did me dirty and she's using me Tinder. for free dates and shit. Ooh, this is why you can't get bitches, cause you fucking you fucking just you you non-committal you you and you just inconsistent. What like come mm. on, son? I'm sorry, that got me mad. That got mm. me mad because that was something that could have easily been avoided, and I just thought it was lack of maturity. But neither here nor there, man. <laughs> it is what it is. Damn. If you listening and to you, you banned for life. Fuck Damn, you. I Stop listening to the podcast. Trip. Yeah, that shit pissed me off. I I I, I was pretty livid, but he been replaced. <laughs> it is what it is. The replacement sweat off my back. Mm-hmm, but <laughs> anything you want to get off before we uh, sign off? This uh, I, I had one individual. She's a new Rachel Dozier. Rachel um, Dozier, what the hell is that? Yeah, Inform my So Rachel was the one that was pretending that she was black, but uh, the whole time she was white. Is that the lady that's teaching? So yeah, so the lady that I was I teaching was that. Jessica. Krog and I just—it's funny you say this because I just saw this story before I logged on to see the podcast, <laughs> and I saw what she looked like. <laughs> stop! Stop! Stop pretending to be black, please! Stop doing that shit! Oh my god! Stop it! Yo, that shit was crazy because they. What did she say? She was from Brooklyn and had a Caribbean background and shit. No, she from the Bronx. She even she from the Bronx, yo, she slanted she the did. Bronx. She, yo, she didn't go Brooklyn. Like Brooklyn, okay, okay. But yo, my girl went to the Bronx to BX. Yo, yo, I saw that shit right before I came on the. She pod. said she Jamaican. Get the oh fuck out of here! God, I saw that. <laughs> Oh my lord! Yeah, you know that part that. is. Shorty probably been to the Bronx one time in her life, or has that one friend from the Bronx, and she said, "Yeah, I'm black today." <laughs> she was and it's crazy because where was she? Oh really? She was like from. Where she was like from Kansas or some random shit. I think yo. she's from Kansas, yo. She's like fucking crazy. Kansas, yo. I can't believe I you. Did that. you. 
when they showed her fake picture, it looked like a mugshot, first of all. But yo, she was just like straight white trash, yo. Like, <laughs> OD. I was like, bitch, who, who would have thought you was black? Like, you serious? But you know, she wanted to get that African studies professor job. And I, I feel you. I feel her because they don't be giving African studies jobs to white people every day. They probably do, actually. But she ain't know that going in. She ain't know that going in. She said, fuck it. I got to use it to my advantage. Afro Latina. Yo, Afro Latina, yo, you hate to see it, yo. <laughs> yo, GW, do 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 better, man. Do better. <laughs> that's George Washington, right? Do that's research. cool. Yeah, that's a unaccredited. A you have to you have to discredit that university. That shit is officially unaccredited. Like if you went there, your degree don't mean shit. Damn. How do you let that, bro? Oh my god. <laughs> it's a damn yeah. shit. That's the thing. That that's that's white. That's a true definition of white privilege. Exactly. That's what that <laughs> when is. you can do everything and get all the rewards of a white person, and then still use the black card. <laughs> <laughs> that is the definition of white privilege. That is white privilege at its finest. Jesus. Oh my God. Yeah, she was beat, yo. God bless her though. She unemployed now, but yeah, she'll be she all right. She'll be all right. Somebody yeah. pick her up. Yeah, going into unemployment like me. Shit. She. And I'm trying to be on unemployment soon because these niggas are slaving me at my job. Mm. If y'all listening at my job, yo, I do not need this job. Y'all can fire me. Just <laughs> <Crazy>. <laughs> I really mean it. It's crazy, but yeah, man. I'm going to try and be on this shit. I'm going to try and do some more pods. I think I have my boy Chris Lopez. Not Chris Lopez. Oh, I hate Chris Lopez. I have my boy Chris Welch in the wings to do an episode for the next Oh, word. Yeah, we gotta get yeah, him on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Air Force, I want to talk a Chris little bit a about good him. Dude, man. I'll be watching, a uh, shout out to Chris. I'll be watching some of his uh YouTube his shit. Videos He's a funny very, guy. Very informative. Very entertaining about shit very that you would never really think about. Yeah. He always thinks yeah. outside of the box. So son Chris. That's my OG, um, man. We watching you, Chris. Shout out. Yeah, you're trying to uh, get Chris on. He went to Locker. Chris went oh, to right. uh, Eho. Yeah, I forgot his coach name. I remember I met his coach one summer. I was training before I went to LIU. Nice I guy. Think he, nice I guy. think Chris was the last good uh, athlete to come out of there. Erasmus. No disrespect to anybody that came after him. Yeah. Well, good middle distance athlete. No disrespect to my nigga Taekwondo dudes. I don't want yeah, no smoke. Taekwondo, yeah. Yeah, no disrespect. Uh, Sheldon Goff. Last middle distance. Last he good middle distance. Sheldon, but Sheldon. Graduate with me. He was a monster. He went to E-Hall, too. You know what's crazy about those schools? Like, in Brooklyn history, if you open the Brooklyn history books, they have a lot of, like, white people that have went to the school that, like, kind of yeah, think along the lines. Yeah. Like, Erasmus and James Madison. Like, if you ever watch... If you ever get an old Italian man to sit down with in Bay Ridge and talk to him about shit, he'll give you stories they about always, shit. Like that, yeah, they always day. shout out Lincoln... Old, Lincoln. old white men. Shout out Lincoln. Oh, I love it. Erasmus, Lafayette, and Madison. And, uh, Madison, yeah. yeah. Madison, yep. uh, Bernie went to Madison. Bernie, Bernie, Bernie Sanders. Sanders, yeah, he went to Madison. Uh, and <laughs> Bernie Sanders. Yeah. Erasmus, Erasmus looks like um, looks like Curtis. It was, it was, uh, it was the same architecture. architecture. Really? So it's the same. Those schools are old as shit. Yeah. Well, it's Erasmus crazy. Not like five schools in one. But now they do. <laughs> yeah, but shout outs to Eho. Shout outs to all those yeah. other schools. Shout outs to everybody else that listens to the pod. But yeah, we're going to keep this shit coming. Definitely, definitely got to be on my grind. And, you know, let's see how this football shit goes. Hopefully, the next time we get on this podcast, we ain't talking about how football got canceled. But I don't know how long it's going to last. <laughs> 
So we gotta, we gotta pray, man. Oh, before we get <laughs> off, before we get off, did you hear about Skip Bayless? What he said to Dak Prescott? Um, yes, he violated. It is not, not might have lost it. at all. It's, it's yeah, really I disgusting. Have to that nigga. Like, I, I got, like I, under, I can understand with uh, with uh, what's it called? Uh, Paul George. Yeah. Paul, Paul George. Paul George is like because he wasn't playing well. He talking about anxiety. No, you you just not playing well. It's a bum. Yeah, burger. Yeah, yeah. But can't blame. But, you can't blame that on yeah. You can't blame you being a bozo and on the court on that. Yeah. Yeah. There's a reason. <laughs> there's a reason why Dak uh, Dak Prescott wears number four because his mother died mm-hmm. on the fourth of September. And I just feel still, like yeah. He's knowing all of what he's been through, why would you yeah, come at him like that? Especially if that's your favorite team, and then you just say, "Oh, yeah, he's I didn't like that." He's being a baby kind. Of, like you know what I'm saying? Like and the even, nigga brother died. Like, and, then, and then he got, I think before his mother, you know, passed away, she was battling the cancer. He got, mm-hmm. he got jumped. You remember it was on. Uh, he got fucked up. Yeah. I saw yeah, that. She was gushing from the eye. Went viral. Yeah. Yeah. That I was him like, like a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Was been, and his brother died. Come on. What are you doing? Yeah, nah, skip. Oh my God. I, I forgot I, his brother I, I, died. Did this year his brother died? Yeah, that's what he's yeah, talking he about. The pressure from his brother. That's why I'm just like, skip. Yeah, like, and I, I don't watch that show like that, but it's like, and, and this is for all the talking heads. And that's all I'm gonna sign off with. It's just, yo, stop doing shit to, 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 to stop trying to always have a hot take. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, sometimes you gotta really think about what the fuck you said. That's why sometimes I be wondering, do these niggas have rehearsals or do I just say whatever the fuck flies past your mind? Like, it, it don't make no sense. But yeah, he, he's wrong with that. Yeah, I just wanted to bring it up before I did. But uh, yeah, guys, yo, appreciate y'all guys for sticking with us through the month sabbatical. Hopefully, it won't be any more unless I die or some shit. Because you know, anything can happen. Thirty twenty. But if you if you haven't already done so, subscribe to us. We're now on Google Play, on Google Podcasts, we're on Spotify, we're on Apple Podcasts, we're also on iHeartRadio. I don't even know who listens oh, to iHeartRadio. Oh, oh, we're on fucking iHeartRadio as well now. Yeah, we made it. Uh, check that shit out. <laughs> follow us on Twitter at TWNY Podcast and follow us on IG at Wavy New Yorker Podcast. I'm your boy Elijah Taylor, guys. Until next time, peace out. Stay safe. Peace.